Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk TV Shows, Movies, and Tech, episode 10. Well, if you're listening to this, uh, episode 10 will be the last episode of season 1. So this this is season 1, so um, I'll, I'll make some, some little bit changes for season 2, so stay tuned for that. So, yeah, um... So we'll, we'll we'll start off uh, with the episode, how the episode I usually start off uh, start off to our what movies are opening this week. Uh, we'll do this top six movies uh, that are opening this week. Um, uh, yeah, first one is Happy Death Day to You. Isn't it romantic? Alita: Battle Angel, Bride of Frankenstein. The Bellwether, uh, Birds of Passage. Those are the top six movies. Um, I will be seeing Alita: Battle Angel. Re- uh, looks to me right now that the critics are liking it. Kind of. It's not. It's on the, in the Rotten Tomato scores. It's not. Uh, it, it's sixty uh, percent on it. So the critics are liking it. Um. Happy Death Day to You and Isn't It Romantic technically came come out today. Yes, the 13th. It comes out today. So, uh, the midnight showing of it was yesterday. So people have already have already seen it. So they've already put in there um, if they liked it. And uh, seems to me that people are liking Happy Death Day to You. Uh, it's this is the sequel. To the first Happy Death Day, so um, you you can kind of say Happy Death Day is more like uh, Groundhog Day. That movie, it's kind of like that, but instead of him repeating the whole day, um, this is when the the girl she kind of repeats her day when she gets killed. It's it's kind of like that. She repeats her birthday. That was the original. I don't know about the second one. I'm pretty sure that I think that might be, but I'm not sure. Um, I, I wouldn't mind watching it, um, but I just don't like watching. I don't like watching too many thrillers. Like I'll watch a thriller if it's really good. Uh, so, and I think Happy Death Day to You is a good thriller, so I might watch it. But I saw I had to watch the first one to uh, see how they do the second one because. This is like the one movie that I think surprised a lot of people. Because um, no, one, no one didn't expect the second movie. They didn't expect the sequel. They're like, what? And then, uh, isn't it romantic? That just looks like a funny movie. It's just, uh, the main character, I think, Rebel Wilson, I think that's her name. Um, she uh, had, uh, gets hit, uh, Knocks her, knocks her on her head, and she gets amnesia, and she's in a world that everyone is uh, falling in love with her, and they just want to uh, like date her. Um, and then Alita: Battle Angel. To, that's the I've I told you about that one. As uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez, uh, producers uh, James Cameron. Um, so far, I've seen I've seen some of the um, critics. 
and they are liking it. Some of them, of course, they're not liking it, but I, I tend to not read the critics that like it, because we get it, you like it, um, I'll read a, a few, but I tend to read the critics that do not like it to see if I actually agree uh, with them. Oh, um, there's a, actually, I'll, I'll say, um, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll give you two other movies that are coming out. Fighting With My Family and Mega Time Squad, that's opening this week. Um, Fighting With My Family is like, I think based on a true, yeah, based on a true story. Um, and, and it's like with WWE and... Yeah, it, it, it looks funny. It looks good. Um, I don't know if I'll see that, but critics are loving it. So I would say, maybe go see it. Um, Bird's Passage. Uh, audiences are loving it, and critics are loving it. So it should be a good movie. So there's that movie to go see. Um, what's in the top box office that uh, people are watching and so them not liking uh, the top box office movie is uh, the Lego movie 2 the second part that's literally what it's called um, the other movie is uh, what men want I said that that movie uh, that movie I kind of want to see but now I'm kind of like I don't know if I should because the audiences are not liking it, and the critics obviously don't like it either. So I don't know. And then another one is Cold Pursuit. Uh, Liam, uh, Liam Nielsen is in that one. And then The Upside Glass and The Prodigy. And then Green Book is after that. But those are the in top box office. So, um... Yeah, so, so about think about th- three of those movies are new from last week. Um, one movie, What Men Want, uh, seems like it's not a very good movie. So, um, but yeah, uh, what? Okay, moving on. What happened this week? Huh? Oh. If you don't know, if you didn't, if you live under a rock, or if you just don't know, if you, or if you get all your news from me, seriously don't, because I, even I forget some of the news, but I just cover the big things, but what happened this week was the Grammys. So, we had the Grammys, uh, we had, uh, uh, we had the Grammys, um, so we had the the winners and uh, best song and um, all right nominees and winners. But I'll I'll just say uh, you already if by now you should know um, you should know the nominees for the Grammys. But if you don't know the winners, if you didn't watch the Grammys, um, and yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll uh, and for people that don't know, the Grammys is all uh, all about music. Uh, it's the biggest night in music. It's reward. Um, it's uh, to give uh, to no, uh, to recognize all the artists that uh, brought your favorite songs uh, last year. 
Not this year, but last year. <gasps> so, the... Um... Hold on, hold on. Let me get to my list. Okay. Alright. Nominees and winners. The winner for Album of the Year goes to Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Um, pop vocal album goes to Sweetener by Ariana Grande. Um, I do not agree with this next category because uh, I felt like I, I didn't personally listen to this song, but apparently a lot of people did. Um, the song of the year goes to This Is America by Donald Glover. Uh, and, uh, well, if you don't know who Donald Glover is, he's Childish Gambino. Uh, so there's that. I wanted to see the middle, um, or um, I thought like in 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 my blood, God's plan, or the middle was going to read win song of the year. Uh, this is America. I didn't think it was going was a good one. Uh, to me personally, I didn't really like it. Uh, it wasn't that good. Like, the middle was more of a catchy song, and it was constantly playing everywhere. Um, God's plan, of course, is Drake, and he, uh, he, uh, most of his entire album was, everyone was listening to it like crazy, and In My Blood was everywhere. So, I didn't agree with that, with this winner, but apparently the, the Academy knows more, but apparently not. I don't know. Um, the music video... That uh, the music video of the year that won is "This Is America" by Childish Gambino. Um, it's okay, but um, record of the year was "This Is America" uh, by Childish Gambino. Um, I don't think so. I wish they would have chosen like again, like uh, the middle. I like it. Uh, yeah, I like it. Um, either God's God's plan, or I wouldn't. I would. I would have been surprised with the shallow or shallow by Lady Gaga and Brandy Cooper. I would either one of those ones. But this is America. I did. I honestly, I never heard of that song, so never listened to it. So I don't know. I don't know. If it, I don't know if it's well deserving or not. I don't know, but I feel like. No, I, it doesn't deserve it. Sorry. Alright, um, rap, rap album of the year was Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. Uh, rap song of the year was God's Plan by Drake. Um, new artist of the year, this was the big one, kind of. Well, well all the new artists, because I'll, I'll name all the new artists. Well, it was Luke Combs, BB Rexa, Margot Price, Her... Chloe and Haley, Greta Van Fleet, uh, Jordan Smith, and Dua Lupa. And the winner was Dua Lupa, which she did. She deserved it. All most of her songs were uh, on the top forty charts, well into the top tens, and they just stayed in there for weeks on end because they were just so catchy and they were so good. Yeah. Um, and then Lifetime Achievement Awards. Uh, the winner was um, Sam and Dave, 
uh, Black Sabbath, Donny Hathaway, uh, Parliament Funkedith, Donny War, Warwick, Billy is I can't some say some of these. Um, uh, musical theater album was the band Visits. Uh, that was the winner. Um, pop duo group performance was Shallow, uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. So at least they won something, but still wish they would have won the other major ones instead of some smaller, smaller award stuff. Um, song written for visual media. Of course, Shallows, because it was written for Shallow. It was written for a movie. Um, uh, and then, dance recording winner. The nomination for dance recording, or the winner for dance recording, was Electricity. That is actually a good song. So, thank you. Thanks for having me win that one. Uh, spoken word album was. Um, Faith, A Journey for All by Jimmy Carter. Carter. Uh, I don't think it's the president. Sorry. It's uh, if, Unless the president, Jimmy Carter. I think it's uh, Jimmy and then C-A-R-T-E-R. So, might be, I don't know. It might be a different one. Um, recording package. The winner is Mastushin. I don't know. You can find that out. Uh, the nominee, the winners for rock album was From the Fires uh, by Greta Van Fleet. Uh, metal performance was Electric Messiah, High on Fire. By High on Fire, sorry. Uh, rap, rap and slash song performance is This Is America by Charles Gambino. Um, pop solo performance was Joanne um, by Lady Gaga. Uh, rap song, uh, R sorry, R&B song was "Booed Up" um, by uh, I, I don't want to butcher the artist, but it's, it was "Booed Up." Um, oh, um, rap performance. This is a this is a tie. It's King's Dead by Kend- Kendrick Lamar, and Future and the artist in there. And the other one was Bublin by uh, Anderson Pack. Um, R&B album. The winner for that was Her. Sorry, H E R by Her. There. Um, country song of the year was Space Cowboy by uh, Casey Musgraves. Um, producer non-classical was uh, the winner was Farrell Williams. Um, rock song was uh, of the year was Mass Education. I don't know. Might be that Saint Vincent uh, Jack Antonoff. Uh, alter, uh, alternate music album winner was Colors by Beck. Um, music film winner was Quincy. Um, c- 
Country Album of the Year was Golden Hour. Uh, score soundtrack for visual media was Black Panther. Uh, rock performance, what the winner was When Bad Does Good. Um, I think I'll just... Yeah, I'm just going to say it like that. Uh, th- those are the, the winners. There's a huge long line uh, or a huge list of uh, winners uh, for the Grammys. So if you want to see like the full list of the Grammys, just type in uh, Grammy. Uh, sorry, what did I type in? I just put it. I just typed in Grammy winners 2019, and you get the nominees and winners right there in Google or. I think DuckDuckGo might do it. I don't know. But it, it shows it up. Or you can just go on to uh, the Gram, uh, Grammy.com. Uh, and it's the 61st annual Grammys. So, so you, you'll get to see the full list. But I just gave you a good list. Um, what else? Um... Okay, uh, Marvel released uh, some trailers for, uh, during the Grammys. Usually, they release big trailers f- for big events, and they released a new Captain Marvel trailer, which was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. Um, can't wait for the actual movie because oh, I think March eighth or something. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I can't wait for that one. Um, and then. Another trailer that was released that's getting a lot of, um, I want to say bad uh, rep is, um, Aladdin, the Aladdin trailer. Because we finally get to see, um, Will Smith, uh, as the genie, as the genie, sorry, the blue genie, we get, we got to see him as what he actually will look like as genie and a lot of people are really mad about this saying uh he will never replace ron williams and ron williams is rolling in his grave and i've heard it all i've heard it saying where uh, he, he will never live up to ron williams genie and of course he's not it's a cartoon ron williams genie was a cartoon a lot of other these people saying that uh Will Smith will not live up to it, and Will Smith's genie will be terrible, and the movie's going to be completely terrible because of this and all that. What I'm th- what I'm uh, what I'm getting the impression is they want uh, Rum Williams' genie to die with him. Why would you want his ro- iconic role to die with him? Even Rum Rum Williams would not want his iconic role to die with him. If, if any actor, it, I'm not, um, saying this about, like, Will Smith, even if they got someone else to play Will Smith, sorry, if, if they got someone else to play the genie other than Will Smith, I would still be defending it, because, um, I, I do not, I, I was a big fan of the, of Robin Williams' genie and the Aladdin, I was a fan of that of that cartoon and it's not ruining my childhood because I haven't seen it in years yes I'll, I'll yes I'll 
will watch some of those cartoons that from my childhood just to like reminisce and because I felt like to because I want to but at the same time I'm like yeah I can use it I can use a change I can use I can see what they would um, what they would change differently and I, I don't want uh, a lot of these characters from the cartoons uh, the actors portraying them to uh, those characters to die with those actors I don't want that I want those characters to live on in other actors. I want I want those actors to take on that man that mantle to see to see their version of that character. I don't want uh, like yes, I love the Robin Williams version of the genie and he played it so well, but at the same time I'm like I want to see how I want to see how well um Will Smith will portray it. I want to see his version. I don't. I only know Robin Williams' version. I want to see Will Smith's version, and we don't know what Rob, Robin Williams would say because uh, right now he uh, he's not with us anymore. Um, and yes, that is sad, but we don't know what he will say. Me, I'm just saying. He, uh, I, I saw this one photo that says seeing Will, uh, Will Smith's genie for the first time, and it has genie looking all sad. And at the uh, next thing, it says remembering that Rob, remembering that Robin Williams probably would like us just to enjoy it no matter what. That's all he wanted. He, he. Uh, was playing that character, that role of the genie. It wasn't, it wasn't like him that uh, made those lines. It was uh, the writers and the co- it was the combination of the writers and him and the casting director and all of that. Uh, as I'm curious, like let's see how Will Smith do it. can. Uh, um, portray the genie because we know that the genie uh, we've only seen genie uh, as one actor because only one actor has portrayed it and that one actor can do like 20 or 50 voices Uh, let's see if Will Smith who's not like a voice actor and who doesn't do voices and he is a comedian I'm just I'm I'm just happy that uh, they kind. I think I think he's no, he's not. No, he's not a comedian. Sorry, Will Smith is not a comedian, but he uh, does do some funny roles. That's why they got it, and um, I can see why they got kind of Will Smith. But at the same time, people would still be upset even if they did not get Will Smith. And uh, a lot of people were, were upset that uh, Will Smith, uh, when they first released it, was not blue for the genie. And I'm like, well, uh, he may be blue only for when he first comes out, but then it's really expensive to keep him blue in CGI. So they probably, what they probably did wasn't they didn't keep him blue for the entire movie. They probably uh, he probably was like, uh. It's like I don't feel like I don't really I don't feel like being like this, and he goes into a, a normal human mode. This is live action. 
it's gonna be the act where the actors are real and so they kind of have to um some some of the stuff is going to be practical so they're gonna have to um yeah so if, if you're gonna be upset with Aladdin's uh with Aladdin just because their Ron Williams is not gonna be in it well, well obviously he's not gonna be in it that's what gets me really mad is um, t- uh, people saying that the movie will suck and um, uh, Will Smith will never um, do a good job as a genie uh, because Robin Williams set a high standard. Well, of course Robin Williams had a high standard for the genie, but... You just got... You're judging the movie before it comes out. And that's what I'm trying to get at. Is do not judge the movie before it comes out. Judge it after. Do not judge it before. And if you do judge it, do not judge it based on... Um... Do not judge it based on... Um... The... Uh, the genie, because he's not the main character. Is his name Aladdin? No, his name is Genie. The Genie. That's his name. So, if you're gonna if you're gonna judge it, judge it based on the other characters. He, technically, the Genie is just a supporting actor. He's just a supporting thing to where he's just uh, the comic relief. Because technically, the, the Aladdin is supposed to be one of those more serious Disney movies, and when they first created created the movie, they didn't want Disney did not want to release like a sad, sad, sappy love story about. Uh, okay, would you go see a movie about this about a girl falling in love with a thief? Um, no, that sounds boring. It sounds sad. It sounds boring as hell. I would not want to see it. So they threw in the genie, and they had uh, his flying carpet and uh, bamboo, bamboo or whatever his name. They threw in the genie and those to have some comic relief with it. And of course, they needed um, they needed someone that would. Um, be more like a uh, into comic relief. They they were like, well, we need someone to for the comic relief. Well, let's throw in a comedian. And there's a lot of people were probably hesitant, like a comedian playing uh, acting in a relatively um, serious movie. Would that work? So they would. A lot of people did not know know if it would actually work but having a comedian. Actually, um, I think there might have been a few comedians in that movie because they needed some comic relief. That's why they got him. They needed some comic relief. Um, but and then turns out it did work. It did work out. So then they they're like, well. It worked out perfectly. Um, but they're not getting... It's not like this move... Uh, the 
a remake of Aladdin is getting rid of the cartoon. Now, you can still see it. You can go watch it. You can still do all that. Disney is not saying, once this movie's coming out, it's replacing that one. No, it's not replacing it. They still have their entire anima- animated... Uh, they call... What they do is they call it the animation... The animated classics. Aladdin's in one of them. Cinderella's in one of them. Uh, Jungle Book. Um, all those classic Disney movies that were made in the 80s and 70s. They're still keeping around. Of course they'll still keep around. But they're just um, bringing some new light. Like, we... Like, the people that grew up with those movies... Are, are the ones getting upset because they're saying they're ruining my childhood. Disney, stop ruining my childhood. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Just shut up. It's not, they're not ruining your childhood. You're just being over dramatic and saying that they're ruining your childhood, which they're not. What they're doing is make, making um, making those movies. They could, they could just take them and just re-release them and then people would be like, why are they re-releasing uh, Aladdin? Why are they doing that? Or why re- are they re-releasing Beating the Beast, the original? Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? The same reason and same why they did, they made, if, okay, if we weren't allowed to remake uh, movies from the originals, we would not have Iron Man. We would not have Hulk. We would not have Captain America. We would not have um, a lot of these superhero movies because technically Marvel has already created a lot of these superhero movies um, back in the 60s and 70s. They've already made them. So if you didn't want them to um, ruin the original by recreating them, it's like, you never know. Sometimes, yes, the original will always stay in the one thing where you cannot beat, outbeat the original, but you can come really close to it. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, I, I come from a time to where I grew up with those classic Disney animation video movies. I, I grew up with those movies. You don't see me complaining. I'm like, ah, I grew up with those movies. I'll let the kids grow up with these live action movies those the, uh, those classic Disney movies okay take those ones put them in to a new made for new times because I'm pretty sure the kids that are growing up with the new Beauty and the Beast the new Jungle Book the new Aladdin the new Lion King they probably look at the originals and they think they're, they're tacky they're cheesy like the same the same way we look at old movies that are not our classic movies but the older movies than those and we look at those and they're really cheesy and they're like and we're like why do they make those movies those are, that's why the kids those are probably what the, that generation the kids are saying about our classic Disney movies they're probably saying why did they make that those are that's so that's really cheesy why would they make those movies that looks really cheesy it looks really bad like the animation it's look and they they start picking them apart and you are sitting there like what why are you picking apart this classic 
a movie. And I'm like, well, we did the same thing to our grandparents and our parents. So that means karma. It comes full circle. But I'll get I'll get off of that. It, it, it's just it makes me it makes me mad when people do that. But uh, the song of the week. Let's let's choose um, "Swan Song" by Dua Lupa uh, from the motion picture um, "Alita: Battle Angel." So that is the song of the week. So take a listen to it on the playlist, and I will see you uh, for season two of Let's Talk. <laughs>